Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tinker Talks. I'm Mark Hybers, your regular host for this podcast. This episode is hosted by one of our teammates, 2nd Lieutenant Ashlyn Paulson. Lieutenant Paulson is the 552 Air Control Wing Liaison and recently deployed with the 552 for training in areas around the globe. She was able to sit down for a Tinker Talks episode when they stopped in Williamstown, Australia to have a conversation with Ryan Anderson, a captain for the E-7A Wedgetail, the Australian counterpart to the E-3 AWACS. We apologize for the audio quality on this episode. Uh, Lieutenant Paulson was traveling pretty lightly and was not geared up with uh, a full array of audio equipment. Uh, But this is a great conversation and gives you a nice look at some of the similarities and differences in the aircraft, as well as a discussion about our country's partnerships and various exercises and missions around the world. So sit back and enjoy this rare episode, and we'll talk to you again soon. Welcome to Tinker Talks, an audio format podcast that discusses what goes on behind the fence of one of the Air Force's largest bases. I'm 2nd Lieutenant Ashton Paulson, your host, and today we have a treat for you. The 552nd Air Control Wing and the AWACS are in Williamtown, Australia to focus on partnership. Today we are joined by none other than Flight Lieutenant Ryan Anderson, a member of the Royal Australian Air Force. Good morning and thanks for taking time to join us today. In 200 words or less, can you give us a brief introduction of who you are, your military background, and what you do for the Air Force? Uh, Alright, so my name is Ryan Anderson, uh, most people kind of call me Flando. Uh, I'm a captain of the uh, E7A Wedgetail, uh, which is the Australian version or a similar platform to the AWAC that you guys operate on the 552. I joined the military in 2012. Um, I've flown the Wedgetail since July 2016. Uh, my role in the Wedgetail is as a captain, and in that specific role, uh, I am to ensure that the aircraft is operated safely uh, in normal and non-normal operations primarily in tactical um, or a mission scenario, my role is to optimize the aircraft position to ensure the valid and accurate data is captured and disseminated to all platforms airborne. Awesome. Can you tell us about the mission and capabilities of your wedge tail? Uh, I guess the biggest thing is, so the wedge tail and the E3 are very similar. We're a platform, we're an AWAC, um, but the biggest thing is that the E7 is a newer variation of the E3. Um, it's air-to-air capable, so we can provide that on-station time for up to or north of 17 hours. A standard crew for us, however, we've got two pilots and eight mission crew, um, and therefore we have a few crew requirements on board. The more advanced sensor on the E7 uh, means that we don't need to have onboard technicians, uh, and for away base operations, that makes it a bit easier as well. Uh, being a newer platform and a newer uh, technology on board the E7 uh, in comparison to the E3, um, the data collected is actually of a higher accuracy and fidelity than the E3. Uh, and the biggest benefit is that uh, the E7 is based on a 737 platform, uh, which has fewer maintenance requirements um, and increases the number of airports we can operate to and from. So overall, it's a newer aircraft, but the platform still provides that like-to-like scenario. Yeah. And now our, we're used to, in Oklahoma City, we're used to seeing a giant dome. Yeah. Because you guys, do you have a dome? Does a wedge tail have a dome as well? No. So you guys have a, um, uh, a mech scanned array or a mechanically scanned array. So ours is a, a MISA. So it's a multi-role um, electronic scanned array. So where does yours look like? A dome? 
or the rotodome. Ours is actually kind of, um, it's like a, a straight bar with a top hat on the top. So ours has no moving parts, and which is, is different to the E3, which has the Hence the wedge tail. Hence the wedge tail. Yeah. Awesome. And now, I don't know if you were recently at Tinker Air Force Base, but we did have your E7 visit Tinker Air Force Base a year or two ago. Um, what did that visit highlight some of the similarities or differences with? Yeah, so the Wedgetail was in the United States uh, in 2018. We're actually there each year, um, usually for exercises, uh, including uh, the Red Flag in Las Vegas and also up in Alaska. Um, our primary uh, mission when we were in the United States in 2018 was working on the interoperability uh, with the American 4th and 5th Gen fighters. Um, however, there was an opportunity uh, as that the tempo slowed down uh, for that uh, exercise. Um, they managed to fly the aircraft uh, from Florida up to uh, Tinker Air Force Base, uh, and they just the role. I guess the goal of that um, flight was to bring the E seven to where the E three was operating, and to provide an opportunity for operators in E three and operators of the E seven to kind of walk through each other's aircraft and I think the biggest thing throughout like what these um, opportunities of being, I guess, the, uh, you know, the opportunities of actually of us to visit you guys and for you guys to visit us is it means that operators can see how, of each platform can see how each other work and I think it means that the standard, um, you know, what you can expect for fighter is that you're going to get the same comm of an E7 or an E3 because we've yeah. worked together, we've spent time together. So the biggest thing for us was just to give you guys an opportunity to walk through and talk with the operators of an E7 whilst we're also in the United States. So I think it's, uh, yeah, it's quite similar to what you guys are doing here um, by providing an experience for you to see how we operate in our home base. Uh, for you to give you an opportunity to walk through the E7 itself and for us to actually have a look at the E3 when it's here. Yeah. Um, you did mention that you guys did Red Flag. Yep. Do you, you're in the United States frequently? Do you do a lot of joint missions? Yeah, we do. Um, so uh, usually every year we do the night, the, the Dash 1 Red Flag uh, in Nellis, in Las Vegas. Uh, we also tend That's to That's got to be fun. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool then. Um, and it, it's really good for us. Uh, it's one of our, the major exercises that we try and, um, and attend every year. We're also a part of uh, the Red Flag Alaska series each year. Um, and we've just started uh, last year and this year as well. We're actually still over there conducting um, Century Aloha in Hawaii. Uh, and we've attended Cote North um, the last few years as well. So obviously being Guam, Hawaii, United States. Yeah. So it's, it provides an excellent opportunity for us to do the joint exercises with you guys. Yeah. Um Frequently with the United States, obviously partnership is pretty important. Yeah. Um, how important is that for the RAF and then working with the United States? I think it's really important. Um, I think obviously we've been allies for a long time and it's not just a paper agreement. Um, I think the proof is in the pudding, the fact that uh, you know we conduct exercise together and you know, the Wedgetail, uh, we're part of our operation OCRA, which is uh, quite similar to your... Um, of IR, which is Inherent Resolve. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really important that we work together through exercises and also through um, you know, base visits and regional tours to make sure that the data coming off the E7 and the E3 is exactly the same. So the fight is airborne, um, you know, there's no have to change the way they conduct their operations. 
It doesn't matter for an E3, E7, you know, we're operating in a similar fashion. We're a like for like. And I think it's important that as we, you know, the E7 is not going to be around forever. You know, 100 years is going to be something else. I think it's important that throughout the timeline that each of the operators work together so that we can, you know, transition and improve um, what we actually output for both E7 and E3 and the future platforms. Yeah, I mean, that's that's very true. Uh, have you found any big similarities or differences from those day-to-day operations, like anything that we had to improve on? or? Um, I think day-to-day, we're, like, we tend to be, you know, as, as AWACS, we're the first airborne and uh, the last one to land. Um, yeah. Always trying to race from the flight to the mission, uh, sorry, for the debrief. Um, I think the day before flying, during flying, after flight is very similar um, between E3 and E7. Yeah. So what's your favourite part? Uh, favourite part? I'd probably say um, flying the E7, um, conducting the air-to-air refuelling is really cool. Uh, it's a, a hands-on uh, flying process for us. I guess a lot of people that are flying the AWAC or a part of the AWAC know that automation for long orbits a uh, long time in the airspace uh, can be quite dull, so it's kind of exciting when you're conducting the air to air component of the flying that you get to you know, turn off the automation and hand fly and actually you know uh, come within 10 feet of another aircraft and then have the boom reach out and actually to refuel the air. So I think that's pretty cool. And if, for us, it's a massive, um, we can take our one station period from you know the eight hours up to the 17 hours, which 17 hours? 17 hours holy yeah. cow so it's a long time everyone um, but it means what we can do for it's not as a short period of time we can really extend it and it's i think the tank is the favorite part for me yeah i think we're on to our last question um what does the future hold for you and um, the mission or visiting the united states um for myself so i've got a couple of um years left here uh, at uh, the Wedgetail here at Rat Base Williamstown. Um, it's probably going to include a few more exercises to uh, the US, might be in an, another Alaska, sorry, um, Las Vegas uh, and Nellis next year. Or it's probably going to be working alongside the E3 um, in the Middle East region in operation in Air Resolve. I think it's probably on the next horizon or on the horizon for the next few years, it's going to be um, the future what it holds for myself. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Tinker Talks. You can find us on the Apple Podcasts app or on divotshub.net. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and most of all, leave us a rating and let us know how we are doing. Also, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Tinker Air Force Base and on Twitter at team underscore tinker and our website tinker.af.mil. Thanks again and have a great day. Cheers.